are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to your Freeform Rock Podcast. With always with me is Lee Gershman. Did I say Lee? Lee Frederick? Frederick Von Heimer? Or, 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 or Lee, Lee Jones? Did I say your you name sound wrong? Like, you sound like my uncle. Did I say no, your name? No, actually, actually you, you, you get it closer than people who say Gertzman. Because, I mean, it reminds me of Jamie Gertz when people do that. And I don't want to be thought of as Jamie Gertz Jr. Well, Jamie Gertz is hot. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want people to think of me as being hot like Jamie. <laughs> I'll have the wrong people liking me. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I was listening to the uh, rocket rock the the combat rock and metal. Okay, the rock and metal combat podcast. I don't know why and it's you like get, a tongue twister and, 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 for me. And, and, and you get my name better than you get their name. But anyway, yeah, because I, I, it's a tongue twister to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I have problems in certain words. Like I say tour, but it's tour. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to say Def Leppard Pyromania, but I end up saying, ooh, I got shit on my shoe. Ah, that sucks. I love that album. Um, uh, yeah, I but like Dr. Doctor Fuck, a.k.a. Rafiera, is always like teasing uh, teasing me because I say your name wrong. And it, it, I guess it's Gerstmen, not Gershman. Well, well <laughs> yeah. I make I the T it's, silent. It's like uh, yeah. Stewie and... Uh, in a Family Guy, where he says "cool hip," he pronounces but the I, H. <laughs> yeah, but I like it because in school there was a guy who was kind of a fun guy, and he would call me Gershi, and I thought that was cool, you know. So, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of my high school years when you do that. So, it's right on. I prefer it to Gertzman. Gertzman sounds like someone did a fart. Like, hi, Lee Gertzman. <laughs> You know, don't fart with your mouth when you say my name, dude. Okay, <laughs> whoever you are. Well, your name is Gerstmann, right? Gerstmann, Gerstmann, Gerst, Gerstmann, yeah. Gerstmann, yeah. I, I guess I don't enunciate the T, so I'll, I'll start drinking tea when I say your name, so I remind myself I'm drinking tea. So I got to say Gerstmann. <laughs> yeah. Well. I kind of have a lisp in a, in, in a little way. When I say my S's, they're like, but but so does Daphne Zuniga. But I don't want to be thought of as hot as her. Well, she's I hot want, too. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't want guys to start looking at me and and saying hi, Daphne Junior. Yeah, uh, uh, freaking uh, Jamie Gertz is like hot, right? She oh was, yeah. Remember that she was in that show Square Pegs with that Sarah Mich uh, what what was that name? That girl from Sex and the Sarah City. Sarah. Michelle Gillip. No, 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 Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, and freaking, she was like the nerd in that show, I guess. Yeah. Well, but Jamie she's, Gers she's also kind of hot now. Jamie Gershman got hotter. Shit, from Lost Boys to now. You, you said Jamie Gershman? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Gertz. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't want to be thought of as, as the, 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 the boy female version of her. <laughs> I, I love her, man. I loved everything she's been in. Less Than Zero, freaking her television show on CBS with that fat guy. Yeah. I don't remember his name. He was funny. Um, oh, yeah. 
but it, it was good. But she she's freaking great. She's a freaking hot lady, and she doesn't get into politics, which I like. I don't hear her spouting off shit like that fucking chick from Will and Grace. Fuck, I'm not getting into politics, but I'm just pissed off at her. I still okay. wa- I'll still watch her show. I'm not triggered. Um, I'll still look at her posters. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Deba yeah. Messing. Yeah. I don't even. Dude, she's not. She's. She's never been beautiful to me. I don't like her. I don't know. Well, she's funny I as hell. Like her. She reminds I, me of Lucille Ball. She's hilarious. Was she the pretty one or was she the the not pretty one in that show? Will well, the drunk Bruce? one is the pretty one to me. <laughs> oh, I, oh well. Whoever whoever was the pretty one, I'll look at her picture. Dang. <laughs> well, you might like a redhead, but she has floppy dresses. You don't like floppy dresses. She used to not wear them. <laughs> so maybe now I won't look at her picture. Thank you. You're you welcome. You me a lot of money from buying hundreds of crappy stuff. Hey, but I did get your uh, your tangy uh, hot, uh, oh. not hot uh, barbecue sauce. I smelled it and oh, tasted wow. it with my finger. I haven't been able to uh, really like slather it on some chicken yet. But yeah, Rick, but... that, that shit smells good, man. Did you like the little taste that you had? Yeah, it was really good. It's in the oh, refrigerator now, you. so it won't go bad. But it's freaking good. But it's got a cork in it. How do you take the cork out of the bottle? You get a like oh, a wine opener. Um, um, you just pull it off. Okay. It's it's it's, it's um um, did did um you know I taped it on there, but it's really easy. All you do is just pull it off. It's not like a wine opener. Well, a little thing. bit it's was leaking like... through the top, so I, that's how I tasted it. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. It's but, okay. Um, but, um, it's, but no, all, all, all you have, it's, it's like, it's easier than opening a jar lid. It's, it's not on there tight. It's just on there, um, like a, just a opener. Yeah, okay, man. I can't wait to put it on some uh, chicken. It freaking looks cool. really good. Uh, so, right today we're doing a 1970 album by Trapeze. If you don't know who Trapeze is, it's with Glenn Hughes, who was also in Deep Purple, Mach, Mach 3, right? Mach 3, yeah. Deep Purple. Mach 3, with, uh, he's on the album Burn and Come Taste the Band and, uh, Stormbringer. Freaking three classic albums. We gotta do Come Taste the Band, because I think that's the underrated album by them. Okay, I did a review of Come Taste the Band on YouTube one time, and I, um, in my drunken mind, I thought we actually did do another, uh, review of it, but maybe we didn't. No, we didn't do Come Taste the Band, but this is Trapeze, it's, uh, their second album, uh, and it also has, uh, Dave Holland in there, who was, uh, made famous with, uh, Judas Priest as their drummer. Which yep. I heard he was railroaded into child porn, but he didn't really do it. So till the day he yeah. died, he said he it wasn't him. So yep. I, I tend to believe people who go to their deathbed and say, "No, I didn't do it." You know, why wouldn't you just oh, admit yeah. it? So this had uh, Mel Galley guitars, vocals, Glenn Hughes bass, piano, vocals, Dave Holland drums, John Lodge production. Uh, but this band uh, kind of broke up after this album. Two members left. It was uh, Mel who who left. Let me see. Um, Glenn Hughes left. No, Glenn Hughes didn't leave. It was, uh... Oh, oh, I'm It's, sorry. uh, John Jones and keyboardist Terry Raleigh left the band. Oh, yeah, that, And that then they did a threesome on their, on their third album. 
Um, no, um, they left after the first album, and then Trapeze only had the three members. Yeah. So this is pretty... Yeah. This Let's get into this album, shall we? Uh, wait, do we... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into this, we have a Lee track. Yep. We have Lee's Busy Road. You know, when I was listening to this today, just to get... Just yeah. so I know what it sounds like, it sounds like Imagine, the piano part, a little like Imagine on the piano you're doing in the beginning. Oh. It kind of sounds like Imagine. Um, I wasn't trying for that, but... Okay. I mean, um, I... I don't really like that song, but I, 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 I'll take that as a compliment a little bit. Yeah, so let's get into this. This is Lee Gerstman with Busy Road on the Free Form Rock Podcast. Thank you. 
That was Busy Road. What inspired you to write that? Was it traffic in New York or San Francisco? Actually, it, it was a little bit more interesting. There, there was a lady who worked at the library who I thought was cool. And then so I was writing poems and I asked her for, um, you know, subjects to write about. One of the subjects was popcorn and the other one was roads. So I wrote some songs. I mean, I wrote some poems about popcorn and then I wrote other ones about roads. And I gave her copies of the poems and these were written some years back. But then I decided finally to do music to them. So this was one of the road poems in song. Oh, cool. Hey, have you been to your uh, poetry readings lately or you stopped? Um, I wanted to go last time and I couldn't find the poem that I wanted to read because... I thought I had printed it up and then I didn't, so then I sent an email to the copier place and then I ended up misspelling the name of the copier place so they didn't get it, so then I looked for another poem which was easy enough to find if I had remembered where it was, but I looked everywhere else and finally I found it where it was supposed to be, duh, but by that time I went down there and they were already started and it was about 20 minutes later, so... I just decided to just not go, and I'll be able to read it maybe next week. Are you? Oh, okay, you're gonna go next week. Cool. So let's get into this album from 1970 by Medusa. Uh, we got the first song, "Black Cloud." Why? Why did you pick this album, anyways? I love Glenn Hughes, and I'm glad you picked this album because I really, I've been wanting to listen to Trapeze, and now you forced me to listen to Trapeze, and I was kind of happy. So why? Yeah. Why did you pick this album, anyways? Well, I I picked it because I figured I wanted to do an album that was kind of well-known, but maybe it's more known for just people knowing of it instead of having heard it. And there are other albums that they've done, like one album that they did that I also like a lot, but it's not as well-known. So I thought that this one people might be interested in knowing about and it might get people to listen to us and that's why I thought of it we don't really care about people listening to us we get our 30 downloads but if you want to jump on board the freaking freeform train we're all come all aboard man but we do this for fun we do this for us and if you guys want to jump along and come in and do it fine with us man we'll we'll take it Cause this is like our this is like fun. We love music and we just want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to cater to them in order to get listeners, but I do desperately want them to come to me. So then that way I can finally prove how great I am in music opinion. <laughs> yeah, we could beat those other podcasts with their thousands of listeners. Yeah, we, we beat them in integrity because we do albums that nobody cares about. That's right. We did In Excess of Swing and nobody gave a fuck about that album. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then uh, before we get into this, I, I just want to tell you, I forgot to tell you, I talked to James West on his post the other day and I invited mm -hmm. him to come review and pick an album that we would review. I left mm -hmm. We Will Review because I don't want him to pick a Slayer album. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
I asked him, and he, he's all excited, but he said he can't do it because he's clean, cleaning up from the hurricane that happened in, over in his oh, house. Oh, damn. And helping people out. He's a really good guy, but he's a big supporter of our show and, uh, yeah. big, and uh, he's the really plug cool. with Bushy and the Mountain Man. He, he supports our shows really, and also, you know, Ralph and Ian, he supports them also in the, oh, in the yeah. Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Ooh, I got it right! <laughs> yes! Uh. I always want to put combat in in front of rock and metal for some reason. Yeah, I I League Man officially say you got rock and metal combat podcast right. Yes, and I got your name right, right, Gerstman. Yes, <laughs> I I will say me League Man knows that you got it right. All right. But I told him to pick an album that we would review, and, and he'll probably be on in October, hopefully, with us. Okay. So that'll be a guest pick, and we love James West, man. That guy is awesome. And uh, shout-out to James. Shout-out to Bushy and the Mountain Man. Shout-out to Ralph and Ian. Shout-out to Chris Sinzak and Aaron Camaro. Mm -hmm. Go support the, the Rock and Pod 4 that they're going to have next year. Hopefully, we can get there, but if not, we'll be there in spirit because we're broke motherfuckers. All right, yeah. Let's get in. Let's get in. It's all the way in Tennessee, but freaking Brian Davis from the uh, damn good movie memories got to go there, and he's from San Francisco. Fucker, I'm jealous of you, man. But your your show also rules. If you like movies and you like good opinions on movies, go check out Damn Good Me Movie Memories with Brian Davis on iTunes and uh, yeah. wherever you get your podcast. Really cool show. I've been listening to that a lot lately. Yeah. Right, and I'm, if you want to uh, donate some, you don't necessarily have to donate money. All you have to do is give me a barbecue sauce from Nashville that's from a mom-and-pop place that I can't get online. And just mail it to me, and I'll consider it to be a donation. All right? Hey, Thank you. Yeah, and if you live in Kansas City, send me some of that barbecue sauce. <laughs> I'll take Kansas City, too. Hey, I'll take an Alaska sauce if it's good. Ugh, it probably tastes like fish. <laughs> oh. All right, well, let's get into this album, uh, Medusa by Trapeze. Uh, we, we digress here. So, uh, Black Cloud, what do you think about that song? It has a subtle sound to it, so it's kind of like folk rock and heavy rock combined. And they do it well. I like the more mellow part of the song better than the heavy part. But I do like the heavy part. They don't go all out with intense soloing or anything. They stay mostly in the pocket and keep the song tight focused. But their first album was mostly pop sounding. So this was definitely a heavier direction for them. And I do like this song more each time I hear it. It's not a grabber, it's more of a grower, but it's cool and it's a good album opener. Yeah, I'm a grower too. <laughs> oh. uh, you don't have to be big as long as you're a grower, right? All right. This I, I used to think that way until after my surgery. Now I just grow in mind. <laughs> All right, well, they've got Cialis for that. Uh. Uh, <laughs> celiac. Never mind, it's okay. All right, here's what I think. This is a kick-ass song. Plenty of cowbell. I got the fever, man, for this song. <laughs> Has a gro great groove, acoustic, and, of course, Glenn Hughes. Love it. Where It says, 
I like the song where he says, "Wherever I go, I got to I got the black cloud following me." Freaking, isn't that true <laughs> for everybody? We always got a black cloud raining on us somewhere. You know. Yeah. Freaking kick-ass song. Fucking kicks freaking major booty. All right, let's get into this track two, a jury. What do you think of this one? Now this song is intense. It's like Black Sabbath and Wishbone Ash combined. I can imagine this as a powerhouse song live. It gets really intense, and it's maybe one of the heaviest things going on in rock back in 1970. I'd like to hear Metallica do a cover of it. This is one of the best songs on the album. I can even hear elements of Judas Priest in the guitar solo. Hot song. Yeah, this it comes in slow and then kicks in with a cool Sabbathy riff. So I kind of like agree with you on the Sabbath thing. And then Glenn's voice, man. Then the middle break. Wow, so good. Riffage rules the riffage and the solo mind blowing. Love this song. Then it goes back to the slow beginning and Glenn sounds so good again. And then killer riffs and then Glenn singing his ass off. I did notice one thing about Glenn's voice from yesterday and today. Today he's more high, more high pitched, and before oh. and back then he was more like grittier. Oh, okay. Maybe he went through the same sort of surgery I did. Never mind. I don't know, but he seems more high pitched <laughs> now, and I, I, I like his voice back then. But I kind of like the way he went when he sounded in purple and today, like a lot higher and like, it's like fucking in your face. Love oh it. wow. And then we get into the next track, which you picked as one of your tracks off this album. So here is Your Love Is Alright on the Free Form Rock Podcast.
That was Your Love Is Alright. Why did you pick this track, Lee? There's a song the group Crack the Sky does called Flashlight, which sounds like it was influenced by this song. And this also sounds like it influenced Led Zeppelin's The Crunch. It's a good song, even though it sounds like it was meant to be filler, but it doesn't sound filler to me. It sounds cool. The bongos remind me of Canned Heat's Huautla. I really like it. When the drum kicks in, it makes me think of the group Wild Cherry in a very small way, like they might have heard this song before they did play that funky music, White Boy. I really dig this song a lot. Yeah, uh, you said The Crunch. I fucking hate that song by Led Zeppelin. That I one. know, but but do you see the, the resemblance in the rhythm? But the rhythm a is a lot bit. better on this song. <laughs> I know, but but you, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like Led Zeppelin did a... a, a worst version of this that's uh, but what this I song this say. song is freaking funky as hell with cool timing with the cymbals and guitar 
Glenn's voice full of soul, kind of like Paul Rogers on this one. Freaking and great funky riffs, man. I fucking love this. I can't stand Robert Plant's vocal tone on the fucking crunch. That song just fucking just it's like somebody rubbing a chalkboard or still on still or eating ice cream in a still bowl. Like fucking with a still spoon. I can fucking stand the crunch. Fucking How about you, you triggered me, Lee? Sorry. I, I'm thinking I'll, I'll maybe sometimes send you an instrumental version without the vocals. Of the crunch? Yeah. I still hate it. Okay, okay. Then, then maybe I'll send you a version of me just chewing on granola going crunch, crunch. Captain Crunch. All right. I guess you'll like it better. Uh, probably. Well, yeah. let's get into the next track, which is uh, the next song you pick, Touch My Life, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I've been waiting for so long for love to touch my life, the feelings inside. I've been waiting for so long.
That was touch my life. So what are they touching? Bad touch? Good touch? I don't know. I'm just joking. So why'd you uh, pick this? Why'd you like this song, Lee? Well, this sounds like a heavier Bachman Turner Overdrive. This song is truly a winner. It's my favorite song on here. It has a really fun vibe that doesn't remind me of any other group. If I knew how to drive and I could go down the freeway with this song blasting, it would be awesome. The guitar solo reminds me of Canned Heat. This is great fun bar band rock. Yeah, you keep talking about Canned Heat. Go back a couple of episodes ago, we did a review on Canned Heat, which is pretty cool. That's a good album, man. Even though only yep. one member survived, go check it out. It rocks. Yep. All right, this is what I thought of this song. Gritty, rockier, drumming rules. Love this song. The rhythm of the guitar and bass rule also. Fucking killer track, Lee. I loved it. Yep. This is a good episode because I'm agreeing with you, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> Lee doesn't like descending opinions. You have to be on the Lee train or he gets pissed and starts screaming at me. Well, um, I, um, it's not just you. I'll, I'll do that to anybody. Yeah. He goes, you motherfucker, why don't you like this fucking song, you asshole? <laughs> well, um, 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 today I'm sober, so that's why I don't remember the fact that you don't like Ripper Convention. Oh, you don't, huh? Well, you just, you just remembered it. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, that's how bad it is that you think that. <laughs> makes me remember things I don't remember. <laughs> Alright, well, let's get to the next track, which is Seafool. And I'm pissed off now, because I now realize you don't like any of these songs, and... Oh, never mind. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, you do like them. I, I, I have to get back into reality. Yeah, I don't like that other album that you said. <laughs> That's the trigger for Lee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mine is The Crunch by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay, touche. <laughs> All right. Fruit Loops Toucan. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next track, track five, Seafull. What did you think of this one? This reminds me of Bad Company, but if they had Tony Iommi on guitar, it's slow but fierce. It's not like a song to hear while lying down on the beach. It's more for someone lying on a bed of hot coals. It does have a good balance of heavy and mellow. I could imagine Led Zeppelin being influenced by this. Mel Galley's guitar sound is intense. It has a hotness like barbecue sauce with jalapeno chili peppers in it. Really great. Yeah, and then let's um, let's see uh, some killer guitar to start the song off with. Soulful, bluesy. These guys can play, and Glenn comes in soft and beautiful with his voice. Song is like a grittier s sounding since I since I've been loving you by Led Zeppelin to me. Kind of, but. It's just the, oh, yeah. it's just the feel of it, not the not it doesn't like copy it. It just has that that soulful yeah. feel of since I've been loving you. And that's what I was trying to figure out how to explain it. And I went to that. It's like it. Glenn Hughes has that soul that Robert Plant had in Since I've Been Loving You. It's freaking just awesome. Right I love this song, Lee. It's freaking awesome. Cool. And then uh, let's see, Mel Galley. What else has this guy done? Well, he, I think he was in a group called Phenomena, which I didn't like that much, but they have a whole bunch of people in the group that I do like. But I'll have to listen to them a little more, but they did a few albums, and they were like, back in the day, they were like promoted in magazines as being like the real great new thing, like 
real red carpet time, but they didn't really get that many people buying their music, so they just sort of stopped after a few years or something. Yeah, he's a really good t- guitar player. He played, did a lot of albums with Trapeze. Uh, new, oh, yeah. And then he did an album with Glenn Hughes called Play Me Out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think I heard some of that. Yeah. And then he did with Whitesnake, Saints and Sinners, Vocals Only, and then he did Slide It In, and then Live in 1984, Back to the Bone, which was released oh. in 2014. And then Phenomena, cool. he did albums. And then he did an album with Cozy Pal called Octopus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know any of that. I didn't know he was with White Sink. I was like, whoa, cool. Oh, okay. And then um, let's get into the next song, which you pick, Makes You Want to Cry. So here is Makes You Want to Cry on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Why do you like that song, Lee? This is more like Sugarloaf than Trapeze. It has a mid-70s sound to it. That doesn't mean I don't like it. I think it's a cool song. But it's not typical of the album. I could imagine Ronnie James Dio singing lead on this song. But for that reason, I think it's good to have a song like this on here. Because some of the other songs are so serious. And this one is a little more like what could be played on FM Rock Radio. I give it three thumbs up. Yeah, this is a this is a funky blues here, man. Killer jam, rhythmic solo, freaking really killer, man. I, I like this song a lot. Really good. All right, let's get into the next track, which is the last track on the album and the title track, Medusa. What do you think about this one? The beginning of the song reminds me of Fairport Convention. I'm sure Glenn Hughes listened to them, and I didn't say that on purpose. I actually wrote that, but anyway. But of course it turns into a Bachman Turner Overdrive type of song. It sounds like Black Sabbath Light, but the solo reminds me of Judas Priest. It's a cool jam. It has the most progressive rock sound of all the songs here. I don't like it as much as Seafold, but it's still a well-written tune. Yeah, uh, this song... uh I first heard this on the Black Country Communion album. He, they did a remake of it, and that song fucking ruled. Reckon with John Bonham, uh, John, Jason Bonham playing drums on it, and freaking uh, the Joe, Joe Balamasa freaking on guitar. Man, oh my god, it just fucking ruled. And then I heard the original one when you gave me this album. It's good, but the yeah. Black Country Communion version is freaking hard and heavier. And Glenn's I'll voice is I'll have to listen stronger. to that again. Yeah, you have to listen to it, but I do like this song. It's fucking oh, great, yeah. and it's a classic version, and there's nothing wrong with it. But the Black Country Communion yeah. version is just fucking rips. It's I, I so good. I think I probably believe you. Yeah, Joe Bonamassa is a freaking great... And well, you have Jason Bonham on drums, too, so it's a lot harder drum sound. Freaking oh, good. Oh, yeah. Uh, then, that's the end of our review of uh, Trapeze's Medusa which I don't see any charting for it, but uh, it says Pat Travers did illustration. Is that the guitar player? He might be. I don't know. Pat, let's see. Pat is born in Canadian rock. Yeah, that is Pat Travers. He did the illustration wow. on the album. He's a That's Canadian cool. guitar player, right? Um, I didn't know he was from Canada, but... um, Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, he did the illustration on the album. He didn't play on it. He just did the illustration. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, so, 
well that's our review again and let's get into our tracks of the week and we've already promoted some podcasts in the beginning of the show so we don't have to go through that again so yeah uh, lee picked a group called giant crab hotline conversation yeah so uh that's a pretty cool track i was listening to it a little bit before we started the show it's pretty cool and then i just wanted to go glenn Hughesy on this show like like a band he started and stopped like it had Jason Bonham on drums and Andrew Watt on guitar. It was a three-piece called California Breed, and it was the song Sweet Tea. This album is so fucking killer. Andrew Watt is a beast on guitar. I wonder... i got to look up Andrew Watt and see what he's doing because I want to follow this dude. He fucking kicks ass. Have you heard the song California Breed, Sweet Tea? I think I've heard the whole album. It's a really good album. And yeah, yeah, it's a cool song, too. Yeah, so that's what that's our tracks of the week we're going to play you out with. And until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Bye! Take it sleazy, not too easy, and don't drink clear Gatorade. Take it easy. Take it sleazy. Bye.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.